Hello, welcome to Behind the Music Podcast. I'm Bridget Devin, your host, and today I'm excited to welcome AJ Toby with Bank Robber Music, with Trash Casual, and with Rough Trade Publishing. I'm looking forward to this conversation because today we're going to just dive into those behind the scenes and showcase what it's like working in this part of the music industry and maybe um, just show people how to maybe get into this part of music or what it's really like. So AJ, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Yeah. So to start, um, can you share with us about yourself and um, your work? Sure. Um, I have been working in music um, for as long as I figured out how to work in music. I, I started working at a venue when I was in college, you know, 20 or so years ago now, uh, which is really terrifying to say out loud, but the truth uh, and um, from there, I worked at a, uh, a a music marketing company, an independent music marketing company that specialized in independent labels and worked as a liaison between record stores and, and labels and trying to just find opportunities for releases at record stores and um, did that for eight years before uh, moving to New York City and uh, joining the team at Bank Robber Music and Rough Trade Publishing and um, started to focus on uh, on the sync and publishing side of the music industry for, uh, uh, well, what will probably end up being the rest of my life. Um, and along the way, started a uh, boutique um, record label and uh, management company that I call Trash Casual. I love it. Um, so if if you had like an artist coming to you who, you know, maybe they're like a great songwriter performer, they have a catalog, um, but all of this was new to them. How would you explain to them the world of sync and publishing and how to enter that from the artist perspective? Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where um, it is definitely easier and more effective if it happens more organically. Um, mm -hmm. It's, you know, not necessarily something you want to, uh, try to force for yourself or, or or like fit yourself into when it's not the time or it doesn't make sense. So if you've got incredible songs that um, are legitimately great for sync, uh, not just because you think so, because you've made songs that you think sound like other things that have been used in commercials, but actually just because you've written great songs and made great recordings of them and and through um, how, however you've realized that they are good for sync um, in, in, in a real way, um, then then yeah, the, the best way to kind of break into that space is to uh, is to find a representative to help you uh, kind of connect the dots between your music and the music supervisors who are working on the different productions um, that are looking to give you money to use your music up against picture, whether it's um, film, television, advertising, or or whatever. Yeah. Right. So having, having a rep, whether that be a publishing administrator with a creative department who's focused on, on sync licensing or just a, um, a an independent third party uh, sync pitching company, um, you know, just having somebody on your team that represents your catalog that's that's working to get your music in front of the right people at the right time is the best way to uh, to kind of break into that field. Awesome. And. So as I was sharing with you earlier too, with this podcast, my personal mission is to showcase all these different ways that you can work in music. And for you with your work, I'd love to hear kind of what the day-to-day -day looks like for you and your roles and um, also how it feels for you being in this part of um, in mu of music. Sure. Uh, my day-to-day -day is just kind of... Uh 
pinballing my way around uh, emails and phone calls and Zoom calls and in-person meetings and meals and just kind mm -hmm. of connecting with different humans on all sides of the spectrum um, that fit into to what I'm doing for work uh, and uh, and just trying to uh, make sure that everyone's uh, kind of getting taken care of the way they need to, whether it's dealing with uh, artists and figuring out what their needs are and helping them kind of connect those dots or or maybe I'm talking to a music supervisor and figuring out what they're working on and what their needs are and seeing who in our catalog we can plug into that. Or I'm talking to um, you know another record label about an artist that I represent the publishing for, who are if they're interested in them or not, or on the label or management side, you know, sorting out festival dates and shows, or working with people's albums and trying to make sure that they're represented well uh, digitally, and also if they're pressing records, trying to get them to record stores. It's really just every day is completely different. It's always just whatever my my list is a mile long of, <laughs> of things that I'm always trying to cross off and I'm always adding to it um, as more things pop up um, but it's really just trying to uh, trying to stay on top of everything and just try to help everybody that I work with in, in whatever way that they're they're looking for help absolutely and one of the things that's sticking out to me too is because I was sharing with you a younger me when I thought about, oh, when you work in music, you're working as like, a like for me specifically, I'm like, oh, you're a vocalist or you're a songwriter or you're a performer, which is right. absolutely part of it. But you're speaking with your work in music, um, you know, a lot of like relationship management and, and business development. Um, and I know for myself getting to do podcasting, that's music focused feels so fulfilling, but I'm not actually like performing or creating work. Can you speak to that? What it's like to have found this space where like music is the center of it. Um, but there's also like business aspects and, um, just something for people to think about, yeah, um, for, for developing sure. a career themselves. I feel very fortunate to have found this position that I am in. This is my dream job. Also, probably the only thing that I'm qualified to do and would be any good at. Um, so it's a, a sort of a lucky coincidence across the board on all yeah. those factors. Um, but yeah, I mean, I started off playing music. That was where this all started. You know, I mean, I started off listening to music and then picked up a guitar when I was 14 and taught myself how to do that and just you know playing in bands by the time I got to high school and you know just just kind of like on that end of it and then um as I started taking the bands that I was playing in more seriously um I sort of noticed that I was the one that was gravitating towards all of the business side of it um because when you're you know a younger band even if you are taking yourself seriously you're probably doing everything yourself as we were uh and um yeah I just sort of found myself gravitating towards booking the shows and you know, sending music off to clubs and festival buyers and, and record labels and wh whoever it was that we were trying to get the attention of. Um, I was always the one that was kind of spearheading those conversations uh, and and realized at a certain point that that's actually a career mm -hmm. that uh, you can do either for yourself or for other people. Uh, and um, it turned out for me that it, uh, doing it for other people was the uh, the, the more reasonable path for me. Um, at a certain point in time. And, and I just kind of continued down it and never left. Um, I love that. And the, my wheels are spinning in the sense where, um, you know, for somebody who would 
be a good fit for the type of work that you're doing, what kind of skills do you think that they would be developing or like things that they're that have natural tendencies towards or like personality traits, character traits? Because again, one of the things I'm hearing is that you um, were just initiating within yourself to do this outreach and create these relationships. Um, I'd love to hear if you have any thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it, it, it is a series of all of those things that you just mentioned um, that kind of make somebody uh, or, or, or I should say draw me to somebody initially. Uh, obviously, there's a million different reasons to want to work with somebody, um, hopefully starting with their talent uh, and, <laughs> and, and the songs that they create, because without that, you haven't really got much to work with. So that's kind of a pretty non-negotiable step one is be very talented and write amazing songs. Uh, and then from there, you know, be able to perform them live. Uh, and and then then you start, you know, kind of branching into personality things, obviously, to somebody who's charismatic on stage or and off stage uh, is somebody whose career is going to move a little bit quicker along because you're going to start making connections faster. Mm. Um, but yeah, for me, I mean, it's like the the the, the talent, the, the easy to get along with kind of personality, the, the realistic um, point of view on expectations and, and how a career can and should go. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, just like being nice, like, yeah, yeah. don't, don't be a jerk. Don't be entitled. <laughs> don't expect anything. Don't assume you're owed anything. Um, be grateful for everything that does happen and be ready to, to, you know, work your butt off and get things done as needed because that's the only way it's going to actually happen. It needs to be the perfect storm of, of, uh, of things that are happening in order to really be able to, um, connect all the dots in the right spot and, and make something of a career. Uh, and if you're kind of, you know, shooting yourself in the foot in one of these categories, then it's only going to be that much more difficult. So, yeah, totally. Um, and so we've kind of touched on like the business side of your work. Um, I'd love to kind of touch a little more because I'm curious, like, what kind of environments do you find yourself in? Do you um, for like, especially for music lovers, you know, and, and do you go to a lot of shows? Um, do you uh, like how, 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 um, what's your enjoyment with, with like listening to new music, um, festivals, you know, all that, like, what is, what yeah. are the kind of environments you find yourself in? Everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I am at shows almost every single night. Um, oh my gosh. That's great. M multiple shows a night. I mean, living in New York city, there's yeah. no shortage, um, you know, between and all the things that I'm doing, I work with a fairly large roster of artists. So any given night of the week, any week of the year, there's probably two or three things that I could be at. Um, and so I try to get to at least one every night, um, you know, or if there's other events that people in the music space are hanging out at, if I think that it'll be worthwhile or have people that I enjoy their company that are going to be at, that's a great spot to meet new people as well. Um, I'm just sort of always surrounded by creatives um, that I respect and um I end up, you know, finding the people that I work with normally in unconventional ways or just by accident. Uh, it's not something I'm usually aiming towards. Um, but that said, I also do love listening to new music. Uh, if mm -hmm. somebody whose taste I respect sends me something and says, check this out. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to it. And if I love it, I'm going to be like, Ooh, who is this? What is going on? Yeah. What are we, yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> who do they work with? What, what's the plan? What do, like, how do I get involved? 
um, or, you know, finding something kind of blindly, maybe just on a playlist or something and being like, what yeah. is this? And then looking into it and reaching out cold to somebody. So, I mean, it can happen in many different ways. Um, yeah. and, and no one way is more effective than another. I've probably ended up working with artists um, in an equal amount based on all of those scenarios, plus 20 more that we could, you know, talk about <laughs> for hours. <laughs> Right on. I love that. And um, I want to touch um, on the the work that you're doing. So Trash Casual, this is, is this artist management um, services? It's management or how and, would you... It's a record label slash management company. And record. it's um, sort of my uh, personal um, uh, side project um, yeah. that uh, sort of came about in the, the beginning of the pandemic um, as uh, I was working very closely with a handful of the artists on our publishing roster that that I had signed to publishing deals and and, and worked very closely with on their careers who had made incredible music um, and uh, was in the process of figuring out what they were going to do with it, how they were going to release it, who they were going to release it with. Uh, when the pandemic hit and all of those conversations sort of went dry immediately as you know the entire industry came to a standstill. Um, and yeah. so I decided to, to start a label to help put out these albums for these artists that I was already, already working really closely with on the publishing side, just to give them a viable option of um, you know, something to some way to, to, to release their music effectively. Uh, and then from there, it just kind of grew. Awesome. And then so the publishing side, that's Rough Trade Publishing. Mm -hmm. yes. And then Bank Rubber Music is music licensing, sync yes. and the like. And so it's two, uh, two okay. companies under one roof. Right. Um, so it's yeah, a lot, a lot of shared responsibility between the two, but um, sort of two important brand names that we've decided to keep intact for um, more or less marketing reasons. <laughs> yeah. And I love it because all three business names really um, go together really well, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I really like that. But one of the things I was curious about is, um, and I know for myself, it's been such a learning process, learning like, well, what is sync licensing? What does publishing mean? Um, what is it like in a record label? And so to that, I would be curious, do you ever come up against any like misconceptions or misunderstandings about um, like publishing or sync that maybe new artists um, just that you have to kind of um, educate new artists through or just people in general through? All the time. Yeah. Um, the world of, of sync and, and specifically publishing can be very daunting, um, especially for an artist who hasn't had any sort of a hands-on experience with that part of the, of the music world um, because it's, it's fairly complicated and, and, and really boring, um, but really important. Um, so, you know, the, the, the publishing uh, on its own is uh well, that's the, uh, you know, the, the administrative side of your intellectual copyright. Mm -hmm. as I start with the boring words immediately. Um, but that just means that if you write a song or you create something um, yourself, then uh, that is your property that you have created with your brain. Um, and if it uh, earns any money, then then it is your responsibility to uh, collect that money for yourself, or at least whatever portion of it you are owed um, based on your contribution to it and um, and sort of your your relationship uh, with whoever's collecting that money for you and the way that you decide to split that money up. So a publishing administrator, um, is the uh, is one way that you can collect those royalties on your intellectual copyright property. Um, and so uh, 
I mean, that, and that's a worldwide and that's money that's generated every time a song is played on the radio or basically just anytime something that you wrote, whether or not you performed it, if you wrote it and it's being played out loud and people are listening to it, then you are owed at least some fraction of a penny for, for that, that <laughs> event. Um, with, of course, the hope being that there's millions of those fractions of pennies and they add up to a substantial amount of money either over time or on a regular basis or something in between um and um and and then the sync side of it is the less boring stuff that's where you're getting your music on tv shows and advertisements and you know films or movie trailers or online videos or whatever when when somebody creates some sort of a visual content um and they would like to use your music um in their content to enhance what they're the point they're trying to get across by, you know, music makes everything better. So this makes sense. If you put music in your movie, your movie's better. Um, <laughs> but they, if they want to use your song in the movie, then they have to pay you for it. That's yeah. only fair. If they're going to make a movie and make money off of it and they're making money off it because it's good and it's good because there's music. Well, then you should certainly be able to share and in some, some degree of the profits for it. Um, and so that's that's the fun stuff. That's where we get to kind of comb through all the songs that we represent um, and uh, and try to find the right song for whatever it is that someone's working on that day. People will hit us up all day, every day saying, I've, you know, I work on this TV show. I've got this scene that's two people in a bedroom. They're talking about this. We kind of want this song to fade in. Uh, something that's a certain tempo, a certain vibe, maybe a certain lyrical content, some word that would be great if it was somewhere in there to help yeah. them get their point across, you know, and then we're like, okay, you know, we're on the task and we go through our catalog and try to find some songs that we represent that that fit all the different criteria that they mentioned. Uh, and then if they like the song, then we can, you know, negotiate what it's going to cost for them to use the song and and then we, uh, you know, send the money to you when it's all said and done. Awesome. So cool. That's such a great, like, uh, explanation of how those are different and how they, you know, work together. Um, awesome. So AJ, as we were, uh, nearing the end, I'd love for you to just, you can, um, share whatever you'd really like, maybe, um, some just like an answer to a question I didn't ask or anything specific about the companies you work with. I mean, the space is yours. Yeah, sure. I mean, this is, uh, you know, the, the world of the music industry, as far as it pertains to my interest, is only getting smaller. Um, it's a it's a difficult space uh, to break into. You know, there's less and less money overall in music. There's less money for album sales or there aren't any album sales and the streaming revenue is, is, is uh, you know, only shrinking over time. And, and everyone's trying to find ways to kind of get that back on its feet. But in the meantime, you know, we just need more good people that are doing this for the right reason. Uh, mm. You used to be able to get into the music industry for the money. That is no longer the case. Um, so it is now people that are just passionate and just want to make, you know, the world a place full of better music. Uh, and so I, I, I would love to encourage anybody that, that is actually interested in that and trying to trying to find their way and try to try to try to find, you know, people in your community that are doing something like this, attach yourself to them, learn about what they're doing, learn about how you can do something similar but different or help them do what they're doing or, you know, just find your way to break in because it's not easy to do so, but it's the, the passionate people that we need the most. Um, and, and that's who, uh, you know, that's who I like aligning myself with and, and, and interacting with on a daily basis. So by all means, um, come, come on on in if you, if you, if you've got the energy to do so. <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, I love it. AJ, this was such a fun conversation. Thank you for taking the time to let me pick your brain and just kind of, you know, for me, just keep that. I I just have this like younger version of myself who now has an opportunity to just learn more about what it's really like working in the industry. So, so appreciate all these golden nuggets you shared. And for those listening, this is AJ Toby with Trash Casual, Rough Trade Publishing, Bank Robber Music. I'm Bridget Devon with Behind the Music Podcast. This was such a fun conversation. AJ, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. A lot of fun.